Live from WNUR News, I'm Passbaum. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. It's Friday, October 14th. Tonight on WNUR News, we have a very special edition of the show. Our DNI chair, Maria Jimena, sent us a package from 7,000 miles away. No, not from Amazon. She sent an audio package from the NU Cutter Broadcast Studio. A look into the life of an NU Cutter student journalist coming up tonight on WNUR News at 6. Thanks for tuning in. When Northwestern students in Evanston are looking to make some money while in school, most turn to work-study jobs on campus, the service industry in Evanston, or an internship in Chicago. What about students in Cutter, though? Reporters at NUQ spoke to students about creative ways to make money during the school year. In one month, 32 teams from around the world will meet in Doha, Qatar to compete in the 2022 FIFA World Cup. The first World Cup tournament hosted in the Middle East and the first to be held at the end of the calendar year. This year of first includes a collaboration with students halfway across the world at Northwestern University in Qatar. From ghost stories in Education City to relationships on campus, the Not Your Daily Stories podcast team features student life at NUQ on and off camera. This quarter, WNUR News had the unique opportunity to connect with the Daily Q's audio team to feature the launch of their brand new season. Having witnessed the action behind the scenes of the very first episode recording this year, I also had the chance to chat with producer Halima Khan on how the team brings student life at NUQ to light. Hello, my name is Halima. I'm a junior at Northwestern Qatar. I'm a communication student with a lot of um, interest in filmmaking. Thank you so much for speaking with me. I'm actually very excited to be here in Northwestern University in Qatar. For those of listeners who don't know, we actually have a campus all the way out here in the Middle East, and I'm super excited for this collaboration. Um, so kicking off season five of the Not Your Daily Stories, how would you describe this podcast to listeners? So we just got done uh, filming the first episode for the po- uh, for the podcast, and the theme for that was artistic hustle in Education City. Um, however, that is not the theme for the rest of the semester. We're basically focusing on expanding um, our audience from Education City to postgrads uh, from here. So basically, anything that has to do with um, artistic passion, uh, artistic passion, or for example art related to FIFA, anything that is related to our students here, our graduates from Education City, we try to incorporate that. But more importantly, as the producer of the podcast, we're trying to focus on um, just making it a happy, fun place. We just want it to be a very exciting season for NYDS. Yeah, I did notice that. Sitting in the studio, it's an entire film production alongside just the podcast. So... How long does that production process take and just where do you guys get ideas from? I feel like, um, to answer your first question, I feel like 
the production process is never ending because first you come up with an idea and that too is through, through brainstorming and brainstorming is actually very funny because sometimes you could think on something for two hours and you wouldn't come up with anything but suddenly you wake up in the middle of the night and you come <laughs> up with an idea so um brainstorming we don't really try to put rules on it but we come up with ideas on a weekly basis we meet and we have um a uh, we have a chat group and we talk through email where we discuss our plans. Um, then we shoot on a weekly basis as well. There's editing on a weekly basis. So again, it's a never ending process for us, but we work on a weekly cycle and we try to publish at least two pieces per month. That sounds amazing. So how did you become part of the podcast? Interesting question. <laughs> I, um, I don't want to say hard work because that makes me sound very... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I just feel like... Um, so I've been uh, studying a lot of sound on my own and I'm taking mm-hmm. a class this year. It's the only sound class that, that is offered in Northwestern. So I learned a bit of sound and over the summer I was doing a lot of cinematography and then I also had some experience in reporting. So all of these things combined made me really excited about having a fun podcast, mm-hmm. something spicy to add to Northwestern, which can mm-hmm. be like boring sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wrote all of that in my application and then I ended up getting the position. Amazing. <laughs> I think that there's similar traits there with Northwestern and, and UQ. Um, but speaking of Qatar, the World Cup is coming up in November and there's literally a stadium across the street. What's it like to be an NUQ student living in Education City during this unique time? So I came to Qatar two years ago this is my third year and the stadium has been there all this while so it doesn't really feel that new to me or that (laughs) different to me um but i've been we've been talking about the world cup for too long (laughs) (laughs) and it's great i'm very excited um but it's just This makes me sound so negative. My entire time in Education City has mostly been about the World Cup because Mm -hmm. when we talk about jobs, we're talking about the World Cup. When we're talking about meeting new people, we're talking about the World Cup. When we talk about travel restrictions, it's again Mm -hmm. all related to the World Cup. Even our winter plans, for example, or internships we score, or whether our internships are going to be paid or unpaid work, so on and so forth. so it's exciting over the summer with a bunch of my friends who are also part of this podcast and made a made a few films for Qatar Football Association and all those films are going to be aired in the World Cup stadium. Wow. Which is great. Yeah. So to that extent, I am very excited because it's related to what I like doing and then it's also related to something that I'm probably hopefully not but like probably never going to experience again in my life. Mm-hmm. Um but again, that's what our lives have been about for the past three years. World Cup, World Cup, World Cup. <laughs> Which is a great segue into the first episode of this new season. So thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I'll just say, Mari, you're a great addition. To <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Excited to see WNUR News and Nacho Daily Stories really collab and, you know, join the yeah. campuses. We never really get to do that much. So it's super exciting. Thank you, Samalima, for chatting with me. And Thanks I can't wait to hear me. what's to come with the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. That was producer Halima Khan. Now take a listen. Hello 
and welcome to season 5 of the Not Your Daily Stories. I'm your host Aisha Hassin and this is episode 1 where we're going to be talking about the creative hustle in Education City. Joining us in the studio today is Ibtihal Muhammad. Hello. Hello. Thanks <laughs> it's for having so, me. It's so nice to have you here. Oh my god, um, I'm so happy. Okay. First things first, before mm-hmm. we get into anything, mm-hmm. how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> how was your day so far? It's been good. It's a calm day, so I'm glad we're doing it today. Okay, that's yeah. that's good. I mean, what, two more days and then it's the and weekend? And then it's done. Yeah, I finish work on Wednesday, so this is like my pre-weekend for me. <gasps> you get a three-day weekend. Yeah. That's so cool. So today's mm-hmm. episode, we're focusing on, like I said, the creative hustle in mm-hmm. Education City. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're also talking about the idea of your job by mm-hmm. day versus night. Mm-hmm. So kind of like Bruce Wayne as Batman or mm-hmm. Clark Kent as Superman. Mm-hmm. So we have our very own Iftihad here. Except I'm not a superhero. Um, You are in my eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, not only do you work in the Media Majlis yes. as the graduate associate for programs and publications, which yes. we'll talk about, um, mm-hmm. but you're also a very talented makeup artist. Ding, 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 and ding. I speak from experience, I know. <laughs> um, you actually also created the makeup designs for the second official FIFA soundtrack music video, Arhabu. Yes. <laughs> Both the English and Arabic version. I did. Oh my God, one of the best experiences ever. Oh my God, I can't. Yeah. Can't wait to hear all about that. We're gonna go in a bit of chronological order, so mm-hmm. we'll start off with your day job. Nine to five, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we just want to know a bit more about what your life is like in the media medalist. So graduate associate is just positions that they create for like Northwestern students or like QF students to apply when you're a fresh graduate from Qatar Foundation. My actual title is the Programs and Publications Associate. Wow. Um, I work in all the programs for the exhibitions. In happening in the media majlis so I create plan execute all of the programs usually about five to seven programs per semester because exhibitions are semester wise like each exhibition happens per semester it's incredible yeah it's so different from what I truly like to do which is makeup oh, wow <laughs> yeah so how did you get into this program planning yeah um, I used to do a lot of conferences when I was younger but I just used to go as like volunteer but as the years went by and the, like, the experience keeps increasing, they change you to like a program coordinator. And when you just end up getting a degree, it's like, okay, yeah, she's officially a programs coordinator. So I never, I did end up studying economics in Georgetown, but I always loved program planning and coordinating. So my CV is just filled with program planning. That's just the jobs I always end up getting, which I truly love. I truly enjoy program planning and execution. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad you still enjoy that, although yeah. you, you have another, like, big passion. Yes. I, I just, I want to stop working in the capitalist world and be my own boss. Yes, please, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that happens for you. Like, yeah, hopefully. Uh, inshallah, inshallah. Um, but also like the fact that you're a Georgetown student in Northwestern Mm -hmm. how is that like Mm -hmm. at first I remember I bought the Northwestern hoodie the first week I was here and my friends were like that fast like you couldn't wait but um, I love I feel like I'm back to being home because I was away from Qatar Foundation for two years and Qatar Foundation is like a little bubble it creates a safe environment where like you know whether you're a staff or a student you still feel this like the small environment that you're in. Yeah. But once you like step out of it, it's so different. 
So when I was back after two years, I didn't mind if it was Georgetown or Northwestern. I'm back to QF. So I felt like I was back home. It didn't. And also, like, if I look out of the window, I can see Georgetown. So I'm like right here. You're close neighbors. <laughs> Extremely close neighbors. So yeah. I'm, I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad I'm working here. It still feels very familiar. It's different. It's a different environment, different people. But it gives that QF vibes, which okay. I truly like. Okay, that's that's yeah. great. And I mean, the also the shade of color isn't so different. You went from blue to <laughs> exactly. purple. So. It's not that different at all. Tell us honestly, so. what do you like more? <laughs> I'm a huge purple girl. Oh my God, I'm a Justin Bieber fan. So Yeah, Justin I can Bieber see your eyeshadow. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> so the color helped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm also yeah. surprised. Like you bought a hoodie so quickly. I'm telling so you. Like, I'm a senior. I still don't have a hoodie. No way. I <laughs> bought so many. I even bought it for my friends. I hope no Georgetown students listening to this, but Northwestern has amazing merch. Okay, so we talked about your day job. My 9 to 5. Yes. Now let's move to your... 5 to 9. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. You taught me this abbreviation yesterday, mm. that you are an MUA. So mm-hmm. for people who don't know what MUA is, like you hilariously told me and <laughs> corrected makeup me. Makeup artist. Yes. Mm-hmm. MUA is a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you first get into makeup and, mm-hmm. and how, how did your journey start with that? So I wasn't into makeup until I was in like my mid-20s. I never knew how to do makeup. I was just, it was just not my thing. But then when COVID happened, I, I would do makeup on myself for uni days. We will never look at those pictures again, you guys. Um, I started watching a lot of videos, and I can't believe how much videos can help. And I thought the best way to improve myself is just if I keep doing it on myself, take pictures of it, see the mistakes I'm making, and keep improving it. So during COVID was right around the time I finished university. So it was perfect timing of, like, I graduated university. It's a, like, peak of unemployment and before you get a full-time job and you're like in a crisis of what do I do with my life I just made a TikTok and that's literally how my makeup journey started I started posting all my makeup on TikTok I started posing transitions for my makeup I would do looks I would my niche was that I was showing other black girls in the region how and what they should use for their face because I had so much knowledge I've watched so many videos and I constantly kept up with like the products that were coming out. I just had so much to give them, which helped so much in my TikTok journey. So I did makeup on TikTok for about two years. Mm-hmm. It was actually last year, this end of last year, when someone approached me and told me, oh, why don't you do my makeup for my graduation? And I was like, what? You want me to do your makeup? Are you sure for your graduation? <laughs> for your senior portrait? <laughs> Um, it started with a lot of self-doubt, but that's also like, you know, like imposter syndrome, which I'm still trying to recover from it. Yeah. Um, that's how it started. I started doing makeup for graduations and senior portrait for students around Qatar Foundation. How has it been like working in the industry so far um, with the eight months that you've been talking um, about? The thing is, I was working, I was a freelance makeup artist. I did individual clients, mm-hmm. but then I never in a million years thought I would move to production. Wow. I only ended up moving to production because my friend was working in a company that wanted a makeup artist and she suggested my name. Mm-hmm. And it was for Qatar Hospitality, you know the building in the sale that's like Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, so they had they were filming their promo video and they needed a makeup artist quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's that was a starting point for everything that I did. Because when they say connections help and get you ways, that's truly truly 
I did not believe that until it happened. Because mm-hmm. when I went to the photo shoot, I ended up meeting photographers and other makeup artists on set. End up following on social media. And this song for FIFA was actually posted on social media, mm-hmm. but they never said what it was. They just said they needed makeup artists. And oh. it was not going to be paid. So when you worked on Arhabu, did you not know what it was I for? I did not know it was for Arhabu. I did, I did not know there were going to be artists and hundreds of people there. Oh I just God. showed up and I was like, what's happening? This looks legit. And did anyone tell you while you they were don't, there? They they tell you when you reach. So they don't want people to join just because of the name. Uh, okay, that's that's pretty that's, smart as well. That's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. I noticed. So when I finished doing Qatar Hospitality, I ended up following another makeup artist who posted about this that they needed two extra makeup artists. Mm-hmm. I signed up for it, mm-hmm. even though it clashed with my work timings because I finished work at four, but the filming starts at five. Mm-hmm. But um, it starts at 5 p.m. and ends at 5 a.m. That's so uh, I sleep deprived, for you. <laughs> I sleep deprived myself just for the experience. Oh so God. I went at 5 p.m. and I saw that it was a huge production set up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be part of this. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. I didn't even know. Like when she said roll camera, I'm like, oh, my God, I, re- I know this. I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it. The first time I was on set, I didn't I've never seen a camera set up like that. I didn't know who was the director, the producer. I don't know what was happening because mm-hmm. I know nothing about production. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's only one month into working like four songs that now I know, oh, he's a director. Oh, that's what he does. So I learned so much, not just from makeup, but I learned so much about production. And production, I- I'm sure you guys agree with me as yeah. well. But like when you get into the production world, oh my God, it's like you're in a high. Yeah. <laughs> and when the f- filming ends, you come back on like a low. And you're like, I need sleep. I need food in my body, sleep, yes, coffee. <laughs> yes, so that's how I end up getting Arhabu. And I didn't even know it was called Arhabu. I didn't even know it was the World Cup song because they would play it on like on set. Yeah. And they said, make you sign an NDA. And I'm like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, that sounds nice. This is such a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but I end up doing like 100 people's makeup, which was like super exciting. Oh my God. Because in total for Arhabu, we had 150 casts. And you constantly like keep switching. So we're only three makeup artists. Wow. There were only three girls doing makeup and we, we keep switching and like one person goes here and the touch ups and everything. So at some point we it's did very everybody's hustle bustle. Uh. Exactly. But I loved it. I didn't find it exhausting. I didn't find it this is the thing when you do something you love. I did I wasn't exhausted at all. I loved every second of it. I never went in for a break. I was constantly on set just watching how this was being filmed how the makeup is captured on screen, mm-hmm. how I was always there for touch-ups. I, I never, it was always me on touch-ups because I loved doing touch-ups, which helped because the second song, I was the main makeup artist. Wow, so, I so went promotion. Being, I went from like, Whoo! Wow, that's a big, uh, big That was jump. a big promotion because I told her, I was like, it's so much effort. I love it, but it's kind of crazy if you don't get paid. So I said, mm-hmm. if I'm not going to be paid, I'd rather just stand as an extra. Mm-hmm. And then she said, no, no, I'll make you a main makeup artist. I was like, okay, I'll come back. When I first saw the, the music video, like, I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, I think also the, the song is just so mm. entertaining and it's mm. such a vibe. Like, it feels like a FIFA yes. World Cup song. Like, I just listen to it now in the car exactly, and yeah. memorize the lyrics. And mm. It's crazy when I when when I, when I the song like was released, I was like, first of all, I'm sick of hearing it. But second of all, 
Ooh, now I know the lyrics. People are just learning, but I know the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but what's sad is that when I was in set, I didn't know these artists. So like, I was like, oh, who's Ozuna? I know, guys, pardon my ignorance. They were like, someone was like, Taki Taki, Taki Taki Rumba. Oh I was like, oh, it's him. Now, well, what? now I have an epiphany because I didn't know that. <laughs> a lot of people were like, you don't know games? You don't know games? Yeah. And I didn't have an epiphany until my brother told me he's the guy who sang the French World Cup song. And I said, I love that song. It's him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and these are people that, like, freely walk on set. Like, it was a dream come true because wow. I never thought I would be on a set where, like, people just walk in and walk out. And I was there to do makeup, but damn. And uh, yeah, and like the added, it's not just makeup. Like you, it's amazing that you learned so much as well about the yeah. world of production, but also got to see these am- amazing like singers yes, and dancers on yes. sets. It's a great opportunity. How is it like, honestly, like seeing your work now because it's recorded right anytime yeah. you can just open YouTube or and, and just, just watch there. it. Yeah. So what what's your reaction every time you see it? Like, are you like, I did that, it guys? It feels so <laughs> unreal. It feels so unreal. I was going through my Instagram profile today. And I was just looking, I'm like, I did these. Did I really? It still feels like unreal. It still feels like a dream. Wow. I, I don't know when it's going to hit me. Every time I see the song play, because I know they play it in schools and they play, it, they play it in malls now. They play it everywhere. Every time it plays, I'm like, oh my God, my looks are in this music video. Yeah, you should like, it's like uh, walking in the mall and, and going like, you guys don't know. That I'm walking amongst you, and I'm the one who did those looks, or one of the three. Funny enough, I always go to the same Sephora in Doha Festival City, and I have a favorite, like, saleswoman. So when I went to her this time, she always, like, suggests me what I should buy, what I should get. Mm -hmm. And I went to her, I was like, I have an update for you. I was in the FIFA song. She's like, ah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. So she shared that experience with me. discount here you go (laughs) so what are some of your future aspirations or what do you hope for in the future um like one year ago if someone told me i was about to do makeup for a fifa song i would truly not believe my future aspirations i want to keep going i want to keep going like up Mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm not i'm not trying to be rigid of where i want to be i'm not saying i want to be solely a freelance makeup artist that does individual makeup clients or I wanted to do production. Mm-hmm. I'm so flexible with my future aspirations when it comes to my five to nine. Yeah. But for my nine to five, I definitely, if I ever get the chance, want to go continue my studies, get my master's, get my PhD. That's amazing. I want to be a professor. But if I end up being like a very popular makeup artist, I'll just, you know, just do makeup. I have a plan A and plan B. That's good. <laughs> and you know, it, it doesn't, always have to be like one or the other like you're doing it now you're doing both so you can keep going i can just keep going exactly Exactly. i I don't know where the future is going to take me but i'm excited to try new things i'm always ready to work hard i'm always ready to do whatever comes my way i like taking opportunities so let's see what the future holds inshallah it's an amazing future and who knows (laughs) like maybe you're a professor and you're also on the side this famous makeup artist oh my god imagine i could be both that's a you can be you can (sighs) that would be a dream and like students won't know and then they'll search up who you are exactly oh my god what Uh, if you ever need a makeup look we have someone very famous working in uh, nuq and in the media majlis so you can always reach out to her Yes, of course. Watch the flood of people. Yes. So that's the best place to reach you. Yes. For any makeup inquiries and for makeup bookings, you can reach me through my Instagram, Ibtihal, which is I-B-T-I-I-H-A-A-L.
Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode in Season 5 of the Not Your Daily Stories. Stay tuned for what's up and coming, and let us know what type of topics you want us to cover in the comments below. I'm your host, Aisha Hussain, and... This is Itihan. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>